0: Morning. Shit, sorry. <laughs> All right. Keep <laughs> you it. Know keep you know it. What, we're going we're to keep it. Uh, welcome
1: <laughs> back to the Run Pod Option. This is our pick show. Uh, you may have noticed we split the show up. That's to help me editorially not stay up till 2 a.m. I appreciate your patience and I will go over the picks here shortly, but we wanted to dive into another topic first California's SB 206 bill, the Fair Pay to Play Act, and Jeff brought it up as being a discussion point, and I think it needs to be discussed. I was gonna wait until there's maybe more states involved, but there have been more states involved, and actually, we have Will with us. And you know what? I just fucked up the intro, anyways. So pardon my <laughs> French if there's kids in the car. But uh, follow us at RunPod Option. I'm Marty.
0: You gotta you gotta script this, man. This is Will.
1: And I'm Jeff. Okay, cool. It is scripted, Will. So you know that. Stick, and, and stick to the script, Marty. This is the first time we've done a two-episode show, so please, please be patient with me. And yeah, at gmail.com uh, as well if you'd like. So let's hop to it. Uh, Will is not Kyle. He's from From the Stands, at From the Stands US. Will had an interview this week with who, exactly?
0: Darren Heitner. Uh, he's a Miami-area lawyer uh he is crafting uh he crafted house bill 287 there in Florida and this is the uh Florida's version of the name image and likeness bill uh it's separate in a couple of ways from California um first and foremost it would come into effect immediately uh but but here's the the key that i think is is really really critical for the Florida bill versus the California bill um I, Full disclosure: I have not read the California bill, but the Florida bill. What he was—he was very, very clear on—is that uh, the none of the <clears throat> name, image, and likeness rights uh, would be granted to someone who was not currently an NCAA athlete uh, at that school. That was how do I say this? So it wouldn't apply to recruits or to anybody in the transfer portal. And so you can't use it as a recruiting tool. Um, but uh, what once someone is enrolled and is a full scholarship athlete, uh, then they would be eligible to uh, sell their name, image, and likeness. Uh, but they couldn't do it as a as a high school student or as a recruit, uh, whether in high school or in the transfer portal. Uh, he was very very clear, and 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 I think that that's a good uh, a good delineation from some of the other bills we've seen.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty good, and I do wonder if. When you do go in the transfer portal, like a, uh, a graduate, right, that, that decides to play one year in Wisconsin or in, at SMU or wherever, if you've already got the existing money or the existing deals from your likeness, I wonder if those would then come to be null and void. And it's really kind of an empty question because it, this discussion is mostly going to be, 100%. how do we think
0: yeah.
1: it can evolve into something good? How can it evolve into something that's bad? And just how many questions there are to answer. And it's not just as easy necessarily as saying, yes, they should make money.
0: Right. And think about it this way. Okay. Put yourself in the shoes of uh, the car dealership that, you know, uh, the, the Miami car dealership, and you've got uh, a quarterback or a Columbus, Ohio car dealership. And all of a sudden uh-huh. you, you've <laughs> got this second string quarterback who decides he wants to transfer to Miami, would you not have it a clause in your contract with that quarterback uh, that says, "Hey, this this only applies if you're playing for Ohio State, um, and furthermore, it only applies as long as you're playing." And so, uh, say that you know you've got those guys that sit out bowl games. Um, you know, if if I'm a car dealership owner and my guy says hey, I'm going to sit out the bowl game, I'm not going to play anymore. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to pay you because you're you're not on the field repre- you know, making yourself out there a known entity that then benefits my business. So a lot of people think that this could be bad for college football. I actually see some instances where it could be good for college football. Jeff, what are your thoughts on it?
2: Yeah, you and I talked about this a little bit the other day, but the kind of funny rebuttal about You know, people who don't want to pay athletes is like, oh, no, all the all the best players are going to go to five schools. And it's like, okay, great. Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia and Clemson are now going to have the best teams. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. So I mean, (laughs) and you made a great point, Marty. Like it's there's still going to be those guys who want to go to other schools and be the, you know, the big fish in a small pond and. Like I just think it's it's a step in the right direction and we kind of have to see what happens before we can say, you know, with absolution, this is what's going to happen. We don't know what it's going to be like. The team
1: chaos in me hopes that that Columbus, Ohio car dealership gave Tithaniel uh, Martell um, way too much money. Oh. And was,
0: was it that obvious? I was interested.
1: I don't know where I combined. Yeah, something, something <laughs> hinted. It just came to mind. But... But let's have them make the mistake of giving him $100,000. Yeah. And, and unless you're uh, T. Boone Pickens, that money isn't just wow, growing on trees. Soon. Listen, I, No, it's not picking on him. He is the reason Oklahoma State is where they are athletically. Don't you agree? Yeah, I agree. His, his investment into that school. And it's not, a, it's not a bad thing necessarily, but if... No, it's fair. It's fair. For every... $500,000 that's spent at Virginia Tech, for instance, is that much money that you can't spend because you've already spent it on buying out a coach you don't agree with or getting a new player when that quarterback ends up, God forbid, tearing his ACL or just being bad? You know, there's okay. there's a lot of ways that it can, it can sink or at least set back those big programs too. And I think a lot of people forget just how bad teams like Alabama and Clemson were at one point, And that they're only four year. Uh, look at Michigan. They're only four or five years of a bad stretch removed from having an immense climb back into being extremely relevant in the national title scene.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think it's, I'm, I'm pro I'm a pro union guy. I'm a pro worker guy. And, and in this case, I'm a pro student athlete guy it sucks putting yourself through school and when you get it paid for, I'm sure that's great. But when Mm -hmm. you don't have even time to have extra money and other people are making already
0: getting, they already get stipends from the conferences. Um, they, you know, they, they're getting meal plans. Like I, I just, this concept that, that these guys, a, aren't already being played either via some legal or illegal benefits, uh, or that, that B that, This is going to in some way like change the way the NCAA or the schools are going to work. Neither of those organizations are going to be paying the players directly. So this is not like a pay for play kind of deal. This is legitimately like, hey, I like you. I think that your name, your image, your likeness can help me sell my product. And so I'm going to give you a fair market price for you to come do that for me. Um, how is that any different than these ridiculous YouTube celebrities that are getting tons of money for their sponsorship? Uh, you know, it, it, the only difference is that they're already being uh, compensated for doing another thing that's completely separate of this. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I can't, I just have a hard time reconciling the people that are so against this bill and that think that it's in some way going to ruin college football.
1: I agree. And I, I really don't like people that, that think that students doing this are going to be sellouts because truthfully, like, no one likes a sellout or the term. And this episode is brought to you by Bonomos.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when do, yeah. Get, when, when do I get my, uh, my parachute sheets uh, gift card, by the way? Yeah, I my, need my, to listen. my Casper mattress. I need card. my
1: Casper mattress uh, now. But I think that's a good point, right? Like, what would... Would I like Shane Bichelle to do our intro? And would he be willing to do it for $50? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> would it get him in trouble? Absolutely. Yes. And and it's no fun when, when you have a player having, you know, if, if nothing else, selfishly, I want the football game back, right? I want the video game back. But I also want all of the families, of which there are a ton, that don't come from well-off families or well-off circumstances to be able to any penny they can earn yeah with their son making that money uh to be able to help out you know their mom their sister their dad whoever i don't care i think they deserve that right and i i hope i I don't hope we're all in agreement if we're not that's cool but that's how i feel about it i think we're on the same page that will
0: yeah good deal All right, so let's look at uh, this week's games. Uh, What what do you guys? What's uh, first up in the hopper for us, Marty? All
1: right, let's go. So uh, I sent you guys the list. We have two surprise games you don't know about. Uh, Since Kyle's not here, he also sent me his picks. Is
0: it Syracuse?
1: No, there's no Syracuse games. Uh, I I, (laughs) I actually, which this is this would have been the time because it wouldn't have been a big stop down, so (laughs) we could really miss the opportunity. Um, So the first one is. Only interesting because of Nikosi Perry, but we got Virginia at Miami. Miami are one-point favorites at home. Ooh. Wow! And and I don't know. Virginia comes off a of bye week. I I think Virginia probably wins this game and covers.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, I agree. I really like Bryce Perkins. Um, I like what he's doing. Um, I, I enjoy watching him play. I think he's going to be more than enough for Miami.
1: I think so, too, and honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to the Perkins versus Perry showdown if they let Nikosi chuck it 40 times a game again, just to see what they can do. (laughs) Uh, The next next game that's probably going to have less offense considerably uh, is Nebraska at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota are favored by seven points, trying to stay undefeated. I do have a question. Do you guys know what the rivalry trophy is for this game?
0: Ooh, is it something-something-bucket?
1: It's not, but that's a good guess, Jeff, resident Big Ten expert. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's the five dollars bits of broken chair trophy.
0: Oh, how did I forget about that? Of course, it's it a cl- classic rivalry, right up there with the jeweled shillelagh.
1: <laughs> yeah, or uh, there's the sh- there's the shillelagh, and then there's the studded shillelagh, right? It's the like USC, Notre Dame is a type of shillelagh and then Purdue and Notre Dame are... T- you know what? We're getting in the weeds. We're going to get to <laughs> USC, Notre Dame in a second. Uh, Kyle has Nebraska covering. I actually... I want that to happen, but I think Minnesota is... You know what? I think I'm going to pick Nebraska to cover. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to do. I think Minnesota still wins, but Nebraska covers
2: the seven.
0: I'll take Minnesota outright. Yep.
2: Uh, Adrian, I think... Adrian Martinez might be out for Nebraska.
0: Ooh,
1: you know what? So, I, I will mention this. Uh collegefootball is a really cool website and they just kind of messed around with a new metric called the Dork metric, D-O-R-Q. And it's a it's a work in progress, but what it does is it takes a player's points per average versus expected points per average. Average for every play they played this year. Hmm. So what it essentially is aiming to be is a wins above replacement for a position. So wide receivers, it's a little tough to do. Quarterbacks, it's a little bit better because there's a bigger sample size. Adrian Martinez is not last. He's not first. But he's exactly almost at a 0.00 wins above replacement. So it might not be a bad thing. Uh, wow. It might just be a push, depending on who they're at. They're, uh, their next thing is, and anytime I can mention that website, collegefootballdata.com, it's cool as hell. Nice South Carolina at Georgia. Georgia are 24 and a half point favorites, which is, I would say, insane because Tennessee played them close for a second. But I think Georgia wins probably by 35.
0: The, this game just has one of those like the ones that it's going to end in like a 25 point spread, and we all go, Oh my god, Vegas is so scary. I, but it, it could honestly go the other way. Uh, I want to take Georgia and the points. So I'm going to do that. I'll take Georgia and the points. Okay.
2: It's interesting because last year, Georgia beat South Carolina by 24. Ooh. So.
0: Spooky. I mean, <laughs> it's I, October. <laughs>
2: Alabama beat them by 24. So I'm literally on the cusp. Oh. Do you I'll think that South Georgia Carolina. are a half point better this year than they were last year?
0: Ooh, you know what? That makes me want to change my pick.
2: I think South is like a half point worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: that's, that's a, that might be the better way to look at it. Uh, <laughs> All
2: right,
0: I'm keeping Georgia. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel better. Too, yeah, honestly. I'm going
2: gonna, I'm gonna to go with Georgia too. I think it's it's going to be bad.
1: Uh, and, and not to be repeat, because I didn't actually intend on talking about this stuff, but those – mentioning those point per average and versus expected points to actual points. Uh, I actually did some some fun things with SEC data just to kind of see what the whole conference looked like. The South Carolina passing game is in the negatives every single game this year versus the actual their their expected versus actual points per play when it comes to passing. Is in the negatives. They even with Helinski, uh and Halinski <laughs> magic, it is not working and not doing well. Oof. Texas Thanks. Tech off a uh, an incredible victory over Oklahoma State uh, <laughs> <laughs> plays at Baylor. Baylor are oh nine point favorites.
0: Uh, Texas Tech can choke on a tortilla. I'll take Baylor in the point. Ooh. Okay. Uh, that's
1: that's a cali- that's a caliente take. I like to say. I'm going to say that. Surprisingly, Texas Tech covers. Yep. Ooh. All right. So, this might be the first one that we're. The run pot option is all on Texas Tech and the will is on (laughs) Baylor. So, it's truly show (laughs) versus show. The diamond studded or golden shillelagh. The uh, jeweled shillelagh. Is it golden? It's jeweled. The jeweled shillelagh. God, that is so. That is. 1960s. That is so fancy. Uh
0: Uh, this is like what grandma would think is fancy.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a it's a shillelagh like brooch.
0: <laughs> I didn't know I needed that in my life, but I want one now.
1: I think there's a there's a shillelagh brooch on the Irish mascot. If I had if, to guess,
0: if if there isn't, can the run pod option open like add it to the store the the merchandise store?
1: That'll be the first thing. It'll yeah. be uh, it'll just it actually be just a t shirt. But instead of, like, it's got the pocket, and instead of the little Polaroid Lauren logo, yeah. it's just going to uh-huh. be the actual mallet, and it's going to look like a chalet.
0: You're on to something. Buy some ad time on NBC on Saturdays. You'll be good to go.
1: Ah, they're they're way too high for us. Maybe Shane Bichelle will pitch in. Uh, so, <laughs> USC at Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame are 11-point favorites after the Bowling Green massacre this past week. And USC's had a week to prepare. <laughs> I... Don't know who's legit here, but I think I think that I've got USC covering.
0: I I like that pick.
2: Yeah,
1: that's pretty solid. Kyle's got Notre Dame. Jeff, who you got?
2: I'll take Notre Dame. Okay. They're gonna stifle USC and probably win by about two touchdowns.
0: I still am not on the, the Notre Dame wagon, I still kind of put them in that pretender category, um, and this feels like the kind of game that they could really expose them.
1: I think Notre Dame physically can match up against anybody. I'm curious if USC can pace them to being if they can just outpace them, if they can out-athlete them in a speed manner, not a physical manner. If they can do that, I think there's a chance. Hmm. that that I don't think that sentence made sense. Alabama at Texas A&M? <laughs> Texas, Texas A&M are 17 and a half point underdogs at home. Oof,
0: it's a lot at home.
1: (laughs) Um, Kirk Street was making fun of Kyle (laughs) Field. Is Is that what you're going
0: to talk about? Yeah. Did did you guys see it? Like that's a, that's a pretty spicy take itself, but I mean, he's got a point. Um, They just have not been good. And uh, I think our, our Twitter accounts kind of had some back and forth on this, like, Texas AM just might not be good. And, and we kind of saw the writing on the wall coming into that Arkansas game. And, uh, and I really wanted Arkansas to win that game just for a little bit of validation. But, I mean, Arkansas covered and Arkansas is bad. Um, I don't think a is going to cover. And uh, I'm really excited for this game because I have uh, sideline passes for it. Um, but I feel like I'm going to probably be trying to get out of there before halftime. Look at the big brain on Will. Mm. Going to Kyle Field. This is my first time there. I'm stoked.
1: See, you get exclusives like that on From the Stands, but for for Run Pot Option, Kyle is going to an Appalachian State game, and I think I'm going to go to (laughs) UNC Charlotte and North Texas later this month. So that's the kind of games we cover because we're a fan (laughs) of the underdogs. well, I think Kyle Field – I thought Kyle Field was going to throw Bo Nix. Some confusion. uh, Bo Nix won. And Auburn really handled AM. I think that this time AM covers, but only mm-hmm. a backdoor cover where in the fourth quarter it's meaningless. Mm. So give me begrudgingly Texas AM. Kyle picked Alabama to cover.
2: I really hate picking in alignment with him, but I feel like Alabama's going to blow the doors off them. So I'll take Well, I don't know if there was a
1: decision in that uh, monologue.
0: Uh <laughs> You see, you've got me monologuing. Uh, I'll take Alabama to cover. Okay, good deal. So I'm the only one not on the Aggies.
1: That doesn't feel great, but uh, if tell tell Stevens, if you're listening, you're welcome. Uh, I appreciate your support. Uh, Penn State at Iowa. Penn State are three point favorites. So it's a night game. We talked about it in our review show uh, a little bit. It's it's a, probably Penn State's first big test. If we think Iowa is as good as they might be.
0: Hmm.
1: I think Iowa wins, and I hate saying it, but I think they're going to end up surprising somebody.
0: Under the lights of Kinnick? Yep. I'll take Penn State and the points. I don't think it'll be that close.
2: Yeah, I agree. Penn State is strong enough on defense to slow them down. Their offense will score more than 10 points.
1: <laughs> good deal. Probably the biggest matchup of uh two teams, one are 5 and 0, one's 4 and 1. We have Hawaii at Boise State. Boise State are 13 point favorites at home. Can Cole McDonald keep it close and I think that they can. I've got Hawaii covering. And I'm going to go ahead and say they win. I'm going to just go balls out here this week. <laughs> no Kyle is here, so someone's got to make these mistakes. <laughs>
0: I really liked Hawaii early in the season. I don't remember exactly what happened to make me kind of get off that train, but they um, started playing games at 1am. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, so I stopped watching for that reason. I feel like 13 is a lot of points here, like an absurd amount of points, uh, for this game. So I'm going to go ahead and, and and get back on the the rainbow. Uh, I'm going to ride the rainbow, uh, and pick Hawaii. Good deal. Jeff, are you also going to taste the rainbow?
1: (laughs)
2: <laughs> I uh, I have been known to dabble in the rainbow from time to time, so I'll take Hawaii too.
0: Uh, okay, so we, we are is a, all ra- rainbow is a gateway drug <laughs> to Bluefield. We are, uh, we are all
1: in <laughs> Hawaii uh, to make Boise State feel blue on their home turf. Uh, we have the Red River Shootout played at the Cotton Bowl. It's going to be probably actually really good weather if the cold front has done anything. So we have Oklahoma is the away team in this. Oklahoma at Texas. Oklahoma are 10-point favorites.
0: Ooh, You joke about the the cold front that came through, but I cannot tell you how nice it was to have 80 degrees vice 100 degrees. Uh, like Austin, Texas has been absurdly hot like the hottest September in the history of September's or something like 19 days of triple digit heat uh so don't joke about that cold front it's for real no Uh, it
1: is 6th street was melting
0: I mentioned this in the previous show I think Oklahoma rolls here I think 10 points is uh is pretty generous um I, I can't see a I just don't see a situation where Oklahoma loses by less than that Jeff what do you have
2: yeah, the Texas defense does not seem as strong this year. I don't know, is it injuries or attrition or what? Uh, I'll take Oklahoma as well. Hurts is going to have a big game.
1: Okay, Kyle also picked Oklahoma. I'm picturing I'm picturing Ellinger having an almost Vince Young type of game in the 05 National Championship. Everything was on him. He's running but I do think uh, that when he's doing that, Oklahoma is going to catch him a couple times. He's going to fumble, and I think they probably get blown out in the end. So I'm also I'm also picking Oklahoma to cover. Uh, I had you in the first. The,
0: I yeah, had in the was, first
1: half. Not going to lie,
0: that was quite the heel turn. You you just pulled on us there.
1: Oklahoma, I think I think Texas's defense isn't good, but they will take. Advantage of bad play like they did against West Virginia. Oklahoma's better than that, and they're not going to just hand the ball over. I think Oklahoma just s- kind of steamrolls them, honestly, mm. despite it being a really cool environment for a game. And we have game day before our two surprise games Florida at LSU. LSU are 13 point favorites.
0: Hmm. Woof.
1: Uh. Kyle has LSU. I'm going to go ahead and pick LSU to cover as well. Nighttime in Death Valley is no joke, and Florida's good, but I don't think I don't think Trask and company can keep that going.
0: I would agree with that. I I really like uh, Joe Burrow. I think he's gonna let it rip for 400 plus yards. Uh, 13 is a lot, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take him LSU.
2: I never thought I would see the day where LSU has the number two ranked scoring offense, the number one passing offense in the country. So I will take LSU. I think they win by about two touchdowns.
1: It's fun. I like I like high powered offense LSU. Because mm-hmm. the more I get to hear Ed Orgeron speak, the more I realize <laughs> that that my my daughter watching Sesame Street is just preparing her for the real world because yep. he sounds like a muppet. That's fair. The two surprise games this week, we've got Florida State At Clemson, I believe Horny Brooks likely the starter for this week and Clemson are 26 point favorites. 26 points.
0: Uh, Florida State is bad. It is in Clemson. Um, I'll
1: give you the time of the game if that helps decide anything.
0: It's the 2.30 game on ABC, right?
1: Yep, 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern.
0: Yeah, I'll take Florida State. Why not?
2: Hmm. With Honeybrook starting? Yikes.
0: I mean, would you rather have Blackman? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know who I'd rather have.
2: The lesser of two evils. I think Florida State will keep it a little closer. I'll take Florida State.
1: Okay, so we're all on Florida State covering except for Kyle. He's got Clemson. And finally, uh, what I thought was an interesting game only because of, of this last week's results. We have Utah at Oregon State in Corvallis. Off a hot win over UCLA, Oregon State are thirteen point underdogs.
0: You know what? Let's 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 uh chuck one up. I'll take Oregon State outright. Big fan of OSU's. Yes, the orange also orange, the orange and black.
1: Kyle has Utah. Jeff, who do you have?
2: I hate to be in such alignment with him, but I'll take Utah too.
1: (laughs) I think that Oregon State is really really improved. I don't think this is a particularly high scoring game and I'm going to pick Utah to cover as well. Yep. Despite a valiant effort maybe in the first half or so or even the last half but Oregon State not quite there yet and I think Utah they have a lot to do to make up for for the beginning of the season so far. I think I think they're going to come out. I think they came off a bye too.
0: A so, lot to do. They're four and one. They won't, They only lost to USC. Like, what do they have? I don't know what they have to make up for. But
1: they lost to a third-string quarterback in USC, and I think that
0: We Utah, lost to a third-string quarterback at Texas Tech. It happens.
1: I think Utah is the type that would get upset. You know what? I don't know. I feel like they're hard-nosed, right? I think they're like that, and I think that they also know— with this Pac-12 being as much of a mess it is, that they've got mm-hmm. to take care of business to have a chance to beat eventually Arizona uh, or to move up those rankings because Arizona State seems actually kind of formidable too now. So uh, <clears throat> I'm going to take Utah. Okay. It's Will, God damn it, it's my show. And, <laughs> and I wasn't prepared to answer the question, uh, <laughs> honestly.
0: You know, if there's one thing I think that we can all agree on, that you can get into this game for $16 on Vivid Seats. Uh, Vivid Seats, the, uh, the the bill is in the mail, the invoice is in the mail for this. Um, but this, I think, that's a, a $16 well spent on a Saturday night in Corvallis.
1: <laughs> I agree, and 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 it's also probably the only way you can watch the game because it's going to be on the Pac-12 Network. Uh, and,
0: oh. <laughs> it would probably be cheaper to fly to Portland, rent a car, drive to Corvallis, and buy a ticket than it would be to figure out a way to, to switch to the Pac-12 network at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, to end up, yeah, having to sign up for DirecTV for like two years to uh-huh. then eventually get the Pac-12 network.
0: Yep, you uh, got it.
1: Will, I, I really appreciate you coming in and, and spotting for Kyle. Uh, we'd like to have you on, if not towards uh, the rest of this season, maybe come bowl season, we can we can have some discussions. Yes, that's uh, fun. Will, where can they find you on social media? Uh,
0: go ahead and follow our show from the Stands US uh, on Twitter and then uh, subscribe on the YouTube channel. We do a live, uh, not a live show, a, uh, a preview show every Friday. Um, and so you'll get to see my, see, this is why I like the uh, the podcast medium because I've got like a five out of 10 voice, but a three out of 10 face. And so, uh, you know, you put those together, in your eight of twenty, which is a. About... You're
1: playing to your strengths. Now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, come on over. Uh, Fridays on YouTube uh, is the best way to find us from the stands, um, and then you can find me personally on Twitter at Will Rainier.
1: Good deal, uh, Jeff. Drop the Twitter and go ahead and say bye. Uh,
2: Twitter is JContes3. Everybody have a great week. And
1: at RunPodOption on Twitter, guys, uh, we appreciate you guys and tweet at us. Uh, I really like to keep it popping during Saturday when I can. Uh, enjoy <laughs> week number seven. <laughs> Farewell, Jeff. You say some. You say bye differently every time. Did you? What did you just say?
2: Uh, I didn't have a new one this week. I've, I've run out of languages to say. Uh, that. All right.
1: Well, I'll say it for him. Adios.
2: <laughs> Hi, my name is Joshua Tracy,
1: and I am Corwin Heller.
2: And we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers.
1: We cover the NFL, college football, MLB, and the NHL with
2: anything that we like to talk about in between. If you like sports and the numbers behind it, come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at JuicingPOD.